When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. Call any time on the Kennards High phone line 0800 150 or send a text to Temper Bedpost text machine 8833 and there's plenty of messages that we'll get to shortly. But right now we're going to talk coast to coast, Kempi. Yes, coast to coast, one of the world's largest multi-sport events. Kicks off tomorrow on the West Coast with competitors being pushed to their absolute limits. Matt Kalman knows what it takes to compete in the event and of course also overcome personal challenges in the process as described in his book. The longest stay joins us on the line now. Morning, Matt. How are you going this morning? Oh, morning. Yeah, pretty good. Thank you for having me on. Oh, morning. Morning. Yeah, about the great, great race. Mate, race. Just tell us, Matt. You know, <laughs> what made you first want to get involved and compete um, in the coast to coast? Well, I grew up in uh, Christchurch, Otaheite, and uh, always had the race around. You know, I always wanted to maybe do it one day. Um, never thought I could. Uh, then I went through a pretty debilitating breakdown. Um, uh, uh, my brush with depression. I was coming out of the fog of it. A couple of mates were doing it. I went down to the finish line to um, cheer them home. And uh, it's dangerous to get too close to this thing. Uh, I got totally swept up in the in the um, in the event and just decided that maybe that's something that that I should have a crack at. Mate, Matt, appreciate you coming on. It's Izzy here, mate. I love your openness and your honesty regarding depression. You know, I've had a fair bit of it uh, myself. Can you just tell us a bit about your journey, uh, depression, alcoholism, you know, what's going on in your life? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. So um, depression uh, statistically is going to touch one in four of us New Zealanders. It it touches so many, but it's just so isolating. In uh, 2017, um, I was in a pretty low mood, which isn't unusual for me. I'm always pretty prone to, to low moods. But um, one of the big warning signs is it just wasn't lifting. So sort of months um, were going by, and, and I was just getting deeper and deeper into this low mood, uh, frustration, anger. I was using alcohol to kind of like you know numb it and stop you know my head racing. And um, eventually, I just hit my breaking point, uh, which which happens um, unfortunately when when you don't kind of um, stop and address what's going on. Um, but, you know, that was probably the best thing that ever happened. It, um, it forced me to go and try and get some help. Uh, went to a counsellor and uh, got a diagnosis of depression, uh, got onto some medication. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's a pretty dark place, as you may know, Izzy, but, um, but there is a hope at the end of it. But when you're in the real fight, it's, um, that's a very dangerous time because you don't feel like there's any hope. You don't feel like there's anything that's going to be different. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there is hope. What what has um, the coast to coast done for you in terms of maybe stem or helping or helping you get through what you've been going through, bud? I think uh, you know anyone that 
that keys into this race, um, you're, you're winning with the um, with the well-being hacks in life. You know, you've got um, your physical activity, uh, you're probably eating pretty well, um, you've got to get sleep so you can train, but you're also keying into a community of people, these amazing people that they're all doing the same thing, doing something positive, um, and you get that social connection with other people. I consciously kind of moved towards that um, after coming through sort of the worst of my depression, um, deciding that I need to try and change the way I kind of approach my life uh, and, and get into a challenge, but also try and uh, uh, get out there and actually just do something that I was absolutely terrified of doing because I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. Um, but yeah, just going to jump on that train. And um, the Coast to Coast community is just an incredible open community. It's not not really that competitive. Even the elites kind of help out the everyone else around them. Um, it's just just awesome. Just just quickly, what what would the message be to people that know someone with depression? Like, yeah, I think it's it's one of those funny ones when you you're a bit worried about how how others react when you let them know that you're struggling. So, how would you what would you say to people that that know someone that's got depression or dealing with their mental health issues? Yeah, just um, just be there to listen to them, uh, reach out to them. Um, you can't necessarily fix what they're going through, um, but just just them knowing that you're there. I think you know in the early days um, when people started to find out what was going on for me. Um, I mean, I had I had people that you know friends of mine that I hadn't seen for a long time. They would just they would just turn up at the door and come in and have a coffee and um, or reach out and say, listen, I've had this experience myself, and I just sort of found out so many of us had experienced it. So just that feeling of not being alone um, is really massive. Um, yeah, but you can't necessarily fix it. There's no real fixing it. It's just a matter of learning how to kind of, kind of manage it and 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 do the things that are going to make you feel feel a bit better and be able to cope with uh, adversity. Yeah, great, better. great, great message, Matt. And no judgment along the sides sides of that too. You talk, you touch on it right at the start of the conversation, and obviously the longest stay, the book that you've written, um, you've had to go out and, and learn and, and have a crack at something that you've never done before, like kayaking. You had to relearn kayaking um, before you could do the, you know, not just the kayak down the lake, it's a decent old job, the coast to coast. What, what are you, on the back of what that Izzy's question, what do you say to people that are just afraid to do things and, and make that change? Yeah, I think... I think um yeah, nothing in life is guaranteed. You, you, we're always really outcome focused and um, goal focused, and and afraid to give things a crack if we if we think we can't do it. Um, for me, um, when I decided to start training for this thing, like the race, the race itself is so massive and it's such a long way. And even the elite, the very very fittest and the very best, the most skilled, um, you know, trip over and go past and knock themselves out, or or they get too cold in the boat, and you know, and the race is done. So it has to be about more than the more than the outcome. It's got to be about the process. And I think um, old mate Richie Richie McCaw, who who does the race now, he <laughs> I think throughout his career he was very process focused, right? So like everything was about the million small steps that he had to take to get to to the end. And in that you find the enjoyment in that process, like the the richness of getting out into the wilderness and training, and um, or just getting out and, and doing anything. If you're just slaving away and like being so hard on yourself if you if you feel like you're not making progress and then you do your race at the end of the thing and you don't make it um and then what are you left with so so like i got to the end of my race in 2019 and things didn't go as i wanted but i just had the most incredible experience like the whole year was was amazing i met, met hundreds of literally hundreds of people that are still you know mates uh, now and i learned how to kayak um it took me a long time kayaking is not easy 
Um, and I've never tried so hard at something I was so terrible at. It was just a nightmare. But, um, yeah, it's just brilliant to come through and, and take all those learnings um, into the other side of my life, you know, into my day-to-day life and uh, meeting adversity um, with a bit more patience and being a bit less uh, hard on myself. Yeah, great messages there from Matt Callum, who's joining us this morning on his Ian Kepi for breakfast. Matt, thanks a lot. You've been inspirational, mate. The longest stay. Uh, go, just get on. Where can we buy the book, Matt? Uh, you could probably you could probably order it through any bookstore, um, and yeah. Alan and Unwin website uh, is probably the place. Yeah, but yeah, get out there and I'll, good luck to everyone doing the race tomorrow and on Saturday. It's going to be bloody epic. Thanks a lot, Matt. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Beautiful, Matt Coleman. Go and beat Richie McCall. That's all I've got to say before we shoot off, mate. Go and beat him by plenty because he'll hate that. Love it. Talking mental health and the coast-to-coast.